drunk most every day. It is, it's amazing how our dreams are shaped by our subconscious, all right? You dream something, okay. some crazy shit happens, uh, and there's, at least in my case, and what I'm about to tell you is there's one small detail that's tied to something that just drives you nuts, all right? And this, you could categorize this as a nightmare, I guess, to, to like maybe like an adult. <laughs> well, I always say, hey. Remember, nightmares are dreams too. Anytime somebody says, li- anytime I, I, I'm out at work and somebody's like, I, hey, how you doing? Living the dream. I always go, well, just remember, dreams are, or nightmares are dreams too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I mean, this isn't like a, uh, you know, I'm cornered by a, a wolf or something like that, or I'm, I'm, you know, running from zombies or something like that. It's, not, it's not that kind of nightmare, but. Uh, you had told a fun fact a couple days ago about breadsticks lasting a certain, like something that it was a breadsticks lasting a certain amount of time. And that it was olive trees. Okay. Um, olive trees can live up to 2000 years. And I said, funny enough, breadsticks from an olive tree, they can last 2000 years as well. That's correct. And my dream was, is that I was, I was deeded, uh, some land. I was involved in someone's will. That I, I got a piece, you know, piece of sizable piece of uh, earth, and <laughs> somewhere in the will is I had to build an olive tree, and I mm. tried every fucking way out of it, like you know, all the way, like sell it, I'll sell it, like nope, you can't sell it. Listen, there's no way out of this. An olive tree is going up right here, <laughs> whether you want, whether you like it or not. And it was, but then it was like I don't even remember. I was trying to like, can I, do I have to manage the fucking thing? Do I have to be, you know, do I have to dishwash? Do I have to be in the goddamn restaurant all night? Then at that point, I kind of started to wake up, and I woke up, and I was like, God. Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. You, wait a minute. You're talking about an olive, like a, like a chain restaurant olive tree? Correct. Or... Yes, train, okay. train, the chain restaurant. Okay, I thought you meant, like, the actual tree. I'm like, that's no big deal. Just fucking plant a seed. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was, okay. far, it was far worse. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so go back. Okay, hold yeah. on. You get deeded this land. Mm-hmm. The stipulation is that you have to build a restaurant, right? And you have to manage this restaurant. Uh, we did. I like I said, I didn't get to the part where whether or not I had to manage it. I was still in the. I was still when I woke up. I was still knee deep into whether or not it had to happen, and I kind of come to the realization of it. Then I first started to think about whether or not did I have to manage it. Then I woke up. I didn't get. I didn't get. That wasn't in the will. And God knows who fucking passed away in my family to give me this property to then fucking torture me with the, with say, the stipulation. the biggest dick in your family? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Like, oh, thank you, Uncle Bruno. <laughs> Dude, I, it's funny. We, I was daydreaming in the car. Very similar situation. And I remember I told you the story. Did I tell you the story about me interviewing... Um, Michael Ian Black from uh, from the state, yeah, and uh, news radio and Viva. Uh, no, he wasn't on news, was radio. news radio. You're right. I know who Michael Ian Black is. Yes, he was at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, the state, uh, Kids in the Hall. No, 
and he wasn't on Kids in the Hall. He, the, he was. Uh, I know who Michael Ian Black is. Okay, well, I had done a radio interview with Michael Ian Black, and I had this. He and I were going this back and forth thing about like uh, if your future self came back, how would you know it's you? Well, I played this scenario out in my head today, and I was like, okay, what if I was in a like industrial accident? And then I was only flashed back in time like a few weeks. So I'm not much older than I am right now, right? <laughs> yeah. There would be no way of your two-week-old two self. Not two-week-old, yeah, like, but two-week from two weeks previously. It'd be, yeah, you'd, look at, you'd be looking in the mirror. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, so I do the whole rigmarole where I prove to me that I'm me. And I'm like, all right, how are we playing this? And then I was like, wow, I mean, we could take turns going to work and all this. And I'm like... Yeah, but then do I keep myself secret or do I tell Maria that there's two of me now? Or like does one of me have to go off and like live the dream? Like I'm saying that facetiously like mm. hey buddy, whatever you want to do, just go do that. But then I started realizing like it's not that simple. Like I wouldn't have a would I have to have a duplicate social security card? Would I have to start a new bank account? I mean, I'd only be as poor as I am right now. Do we take turns going to work? Does one of us switch off and like have to live in the shed in the backyard and never tell anybody? And it just, I started to really like pull on that stupid, nonsensical fucking right. thread. So I guess my, my question is like, how would you play it? And yeah. you have to remember, I'm kind of a dope. So, <laughs> like, yeah. how, how successful would I be? Would I just, but then I'd have to feed myself. I'm like, I, I guess I came to the conclusion that I'm thinking of this alternate future version of myself as like a pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's, a, this just, guy's a total buffoon. He can't fucking do, read right from left. And there's nothing. Yeah. He's just like, he's, he's learning from the ground up uh, where it's you two weeks from down the road. Yeah. yeah. I really, you guys can't agree I, I on think, shit, by the way. Because <laughs> the moral of the story is I realized how insufferable I am to communicate with. Right. Because I'm only having imaginary conversation with myself, and I'm <laughs> pissing myself off. It's a, it, it, it is. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really, that is really funny. I do think that knee-jerk, you think that this, this would be perfect. Especially someone mm -hmm. in your situation, wife, kid. Like, damn, I can get a fucking, you know, uh, Tully Blanchard to Arn Anderson tag in. Like, let's fucking... Come on by. You be dad for a fucking day. I get to go to the apartment and scratch my nuts. The only... But then, again, my, I guess what I was getting at is that in that scenario, you slowly start chip, start to chip away about ways that it wouldn't work. Like, what? So this, just so it's it's one income? What do, how do I get the fucking the, the bank to split it up? How does Maria not get suspicious about fucking bank charges? Do I get a separate account? Da, 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 da. Does this person work under the table somewhere? I don't know. That won't work. There's too many eyes. I live in a small area. Somebody's like, hey, I saw you here. Oh, I saw him there. I saw your husband, yada, yada, yada. Then does the guy on the night off get to be promiscuous? I, you know, you, you. <laughs> Yeah, I actually came to I, I I that those were absolute every one of those thoughts that you just had right. were thoughts that I that I that I went through. The only and then I had this whole imaginary conversation with myself for being angry that I didn't write down every lottery number for the last two weeks. Like, well, you don't know tomorrow's lottery number. <laughs> no, are you? Did you write down today's? You dumb fuck. No, I didn't write down the goddamn lottery tickets. We're not getting rich. 
this is our situation now. How do we work this out? I actually yeah. came to the conclusion that it, would, that it would be selfish of me to not let me bang my wife. So I was like, all right, fine. You can have her. I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think the present you, in my opinion, is the only one that gets to do that. The other, the other one just has to be the cuddler. They can go off and be promiscuous, <laughs> but they can't be dragging something back to the house, some sort of itchy scratchy that you don't have. I, I get what you're saying, yeah. but then I'm not that. That's I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? You use then a condom. I'm, gotcha. <laughs> you're that guy. At least two weeks from now. <laughs> two, I know. Two weeks from now, I'm all of a sudden not an adulterer. <laughs> oh, so the the, the apartment uh, the apartment scrangler doesn't doesn't sleep with other women. He's he's faithful to your current wife. Yeah, we now have to have that conversation of like, all right, man, look, I know you just experienced a really traumatic industrial accident, and now we're talking to each other. So it's not fair for you to not know your son, uh-huh. even though even though you're only two weeks older than me. Sure. So, see, anyway, I think I think I think that the the two week version gets to sleep with other women, but not your wife. But he just he he's the cuddler. He's the one. He's the romantic. He's like, oh, baby, you know, I don't feel like sleeping tonight. Just cuddle. And then when you come back, you get to be the, you know, the aggressor. Like, the, hey, I'm the lover. Yeah, but see, it's still me. So I'm denying myself sex. Yeah, hey, man, we're all selfish inside somewhere. <laughs> Even if it's with us two weeks from now. <laughs> Why do you think I'm drinking all this beer? Do you think I care about myself tomorrow? Fuck no. <laughs> so I guess I'm just sending the two week older version of me off to a an olive tree. To, <laughs> to yeah, manage for you get to manage years. this thing. Uh, my owner's a good friend. All right, <laughs> he, he knows a thing or two. He lives in this fucking imaginary land <laughs> that you live in, <laughs> where none of this is real, and you're both wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you don't get to bang the cocktail waitresses. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I know, but I love in this scenario how you've already, like, given me, like, a whole new personality when it's still just me. Like, I'm dealing with me. I right. have to deal with me as me on a daily basis, and that's fucking tough. That's, whew, that's a chore in and of itself. And then to have to deal with the actual me in reality, like, I was just like, wow, man, I'm a... I'm a burden. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's well, yeah. I, I mean, it is a bit of a burden too. It's it's like they say the rich man's burden. This is like the thinking man's burden. You know, you're just yeah. You're, you're crippled with thought. You're cursed with this idea that you got played. Listen, I, I hate to say, I sometimes dwell on this thing. I heard this. I wish I had never heard this. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I wish that this fucking thought, this per- someone said this drunk at a party, and I was like, "Wow, that is a that is an incredible hypothetical." And it's kind of cursed me for for a year ish. It's would you rather be uh, the so it's it, it kind of depends upon how old you are when when they ask this question. It's kind of perfect for people our age, maybe a little bit younger than you are, maybe a little bit younger than I am, but not much. Uh, would you rather be fifty? With $10 million or 10 with the knowledge that you have now? Man, I w- the, the, my knee-jerk answer right now 
is 10 with the knowledge that I have now. But I also know how I lack a certain amount of ambition. <laughs> so, dude, but the thing I mean, is, like, but based on what you know now, you can make $10 million. No problem. Sports betting, I? sports betting, uh, uh, stocks. Uh, uh, wait, do I? Oh, God, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Now, do I get transported back to. Oh, how. Do I get transported back to like 1989? You get. Tra- well, the way. My, okay. my brain gets transported back to 1989. Yeah. Or do I become a 10 year old? You become a 10 year old with your brain. Living now? In 2022? No, no. But like back when you were 10. In 1989. Yeah. With with so the I, knowledge that you have now. Yeah, no, I definitely, I, I yeah, no. You I would take that all day. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's going to, because you don't I'd wanna, have more than $10 million. You'd have, you'd have that by the time you were 18. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I would just invest in Apple and Microsoft and. Yeah. You know, a few Mike Tyson fights, outcomes, a few Super Bowls. But here's the other thing, though, with that. Wouldn't I have to convince, like, my parents to invest in those companies because I wouldn't have any money? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's part of the hypothetical. I don't know. I've never, I've, or, no, I've, I've never thought about talking to my parents about this stuff. No. Mm-mm. Okay, <laughs> but then again, then I wouldn't have anything else that I have had in my life. So if I was, for me... I mean, I'd only be seven years older, and then I'd have ten million dollars and not have to work anymore. Right. And I and and I I I'd probably. But then again, if I went back to ten, I'd fucking I'd know how crushing life is, and I'd be like, as soon as I get this money, baby, it's fucking wingsuits and fucking helicopters all <laughs> goddamn day. I'm gonna screw around at LAX with a fucking with a turbine suit. Dick with play chicken with fucking seven sixty sevens, uh, <laughs> I I think like <sighs> the weird thing to me that has kind of crippled my mind with this fucking weird scenario is that like do I go back and do do I talk the way I talk now? You know what I mean? Am I talking this sophisticated with this type of vocabulary? And all of a sudden the teacher yeah was because like, you know it yeah I understand but do I, think, do I have to dumb that down? And then. You have to go at 10, you have to go a decade plus without being able to buy booze legally. Now, not that that stopped us when we were, you know, teens of some sort, whether you had a fake ID or you, you could get someone else to buy it for you. But I don't know. There's like, there's, there's like a, at 10, there's like a five to four to five year gap where life was moderately miserable. Yeah, but you also knew at that age, the kids who were able to get the booze. So you would just be hanging out with fucking dirt balls, yeah. knowing that you have this investment nest egg just around the corner that's going to make you a, a, a bajillionaire. Mm-hmm. And so you would just have to like con these other dirt ball kids, all the grits that you never fucking hung out with. You just have to hang out with them to get your booze. Right. And then in a few, would your would your education suffer? Maybe, maybe not, because you'd already know all the answers. Mm. Yeah, you could get an, like an honest go at uh, certain sports, like golf, indoor soccer. I w- I wonder how that would work because, like, even now, I can actually kick a soccer ball better now than I could 
when I should have been able to kick it legitimately yeah. in high school. But would that transfer? My my mental knowledge of how to do it mm-hmm. would it translate? Like would it would it would it supersede my physical abilities then? Yeah, I mean the other thing too is just like like the work ethic, knowing like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna actually put in some real fucking honest to god work in August leading up to soccer season. I'm gonna get up every fucking morning uh, because because you know this is what I know what I have to do, you know. Then do you do it? I I don't know. No, because I'm hanging out with a bunch of dirt balls, getting fucking booze and drugs. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Middle class souls, everyone. Mur Foxman Allen is actually on a. Uh, he he called it a work vacation uh, or a work. He's he's is it a work event? I don't know. I think this is like some sort of uh, sales mixer. I don't. know. <laughs> Is he is he sniping fucking wild pigs in fucking Texas right now? <laughs> he he made the sales pitch. They ponied up, and now he's fucking night night vision goggling fucking boars. <laughs> get some, God, get some. That prick. Mm. That yeah. prick. Uh, this one comes out of the Daily News Reporter dot com. Hooters waitress caught dipping hot wings into her vagina. Ugh. Uh, Houston, Texas. Jessica Sinclair, 24, was taken into police custody after she was witnessed by co-workers dipping hot wings into her vagina before serving them to customers. From what authorities told us, Jessica would dip hot wings into her vagina while on and off her period. Uh, this was done to customers who had been rude and had made off remarks about her appearance. Uh, why she would do this? While on her period, as anyone's guess, the introduction of blood to this crime heightens the consequences of her actions. Oh. Uh, tampering with food al- <clears throat> along with the addition of human blood is a criminal offense with special circumstances. It carries a sentence of up to 20 years in prison. The lesser charges of inserting wings into her vagina while not <laughs> menstruating can carry up a prison term up to 10 years. That's good. Uh, <laughs> while on the rag 20, off the rag 10. <laughs> This, uh, I, maybe she was trying to add, you know, that special spice to the, uh, to the uh, wig. Yeah. I've heard, okay. I've heard of some weird things involving this, about evolving spices in women's vagina, and none of them have been too good. I'll let you comment on what you were going to comment on, but then I'll chime in on that. Well, I guess my question is, was this pre-sauce or post-sauce? Was it pre Fryer or post fryer? I just, she's got a steel vagina. Like, she, I think worse than the prison sentences she's facing are the, uh, is the ability to find a suitor of yeah. any kind moving forward. Well, I mean, co workers say dipping hot wings. So, by the way I read it, this isn't like pre or post sauce. I mean, that a hot wing. A wing is made hot the minute it fucking is doused in buffalo yeah. sauce and then deep fried. So by that point, it is already saturated in hot sauce. And then it is inserted into Mrs. Sinclair's hoo-hoo. And, you know. I think her vagina needs to be donated to science because <laughs> its ability to withstand high temperatures and uh, chemical burns is, you know, I, is something... Something of legend, right? That's a it, that's a bit of a vendetta too. I mean, these people are talking about rude or off off remarks. 
this isn't like she could have made the conscious decision to do this before the wing sauce got put on there. Like, fuck it, it's going in there. I don't care what time of the month it is. And then the dousing, but she she made a point to wait Sorry. until it I, went. I, I have a feeling it wouldn't be the first time anything's gone in there raw. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, <laughs> I I have talked to women who have said like like their significant other or boyfriend is cooking and cooking with spices, mainly jalapeno peppers, and haven't washed their hands. Then later on in the night, after a glass of wine, fingers have been used to get romantic, and the woman has been like, holy shit, that fucking hurts. That's the first thing I thought about when I read about this story, is that this is dipping with fucking buffalo sauce. Be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> and, oh, man. And Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. As far as, like, getting back at somebody, if they don't know... Like, does it really matter? Because there, I, I'm willing to bet, you know, if you're a Hooters waitress, there's plenty of guys that would love to go downtown <laughs> at any time of the month. <laughs> it's, you know, you yeah, know what I mean? It, it, if, if you had shown a few of the fucking, uh, a few of the assholes this woman's picture, here, and I'll share it with the, uh, those who are looking like <laughs> anyone who was rude to her and they found out later on candid camera style, like, Hey, look, this guy, this lady just shoved a, uh, uh, one of your hot wings up her vagina and you ate it. And like, Oh, really? Damn. Buck and I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. I'll <laughs> take 12 more. Is she still here? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, from the, from the, from the tits up, she looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say this is actually reminds me. Have you ever heard of the, um, Ah, shit. It's called... It might be called the, the, the Louis Anderson effect. Okay. No, that's not... Have you... Have you? It may be something else. It may, like, fuck. I want to say it's... Okay, so if if a... A psychologist did, did, a, did an experiment with attractive men hitting on women in a certain manner, like, suggestive, you know, like, hey, not like, hey, I want, I want, I want to take you back and to have with some hot wings, but uh, pretty matter of fact, blunt about their intentions and the women being like turned on by it. And then apparently the, the whole premises of it is, is like, okay, we, we yell cut. Louis Anderson comes out and says the, the exact de, same de, thing. The veto effect. The that's v, what it is. Veto effect. DeVito, Danny DeVito. Oh, that's, the, that's all right. Yeah. The Danny DeVito effect. So Danny DeVito comes out, says the exact same thing. And you, you take it as like, harassment sexual harassment because this guy's fucking clowning on you uh i think the same applies to this you know if what uh, i don't think so rosie rosie o'donnell shoves the uh the hot wing in her hoo-hoo and the guy's like "Mm, yeah yeah. I, I, i like that well there is a flavor for everyone i just think yeah the more attractive the woman the more the more attractive the woman, the more the, the wider birth of man is going to be okay with that situation. Um, no matter how hideous or haggard that female is, there's always going to be at least one guy that's like, eh, okay, yeah, give me some ranch. I'll take ranch. Men are shameless. Men are yeah. absolutely fucking shameless. Yeah. Um, 
No, and I I know what you're talking about because they were talking about the guy. I I, I the latest one I remember is the the, the guy from uh, oh the Fifty Shades of Grey. Like yeah, they're talking about and and if you replace that character with Danny DeVito, is it the same movie? And the answer is obviously no. But look, we're humans, we're sexual creatures, so of course the more attractive someone is, the more we're willing to let our adventurous side sure like reveal itself. Yeah, I mean, I I think most 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 cis men. Uh, and enjoy sex with a woman, but not every woman. And then if you just said, no, it's just straight sex, a single man at a bar, hey, straight sex, this woman is going to give it to you out in the parking lot. And she's a little eh, but there's going to be plenty of guys who just be like, all right, well, you know, if it's free, it's free. That's, I mean, a, that's, that, that's a sure thing, right? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That. yeah. No consequences. <laughs> all right. I'll meet y'all back. But. Um, if you, if you, if you further it along and it, it's like, okay, there's some strings attached here. You're going to have to make her car payment for the next three months. Um, but she's like Cindy Crawford, 1989. It's going to be like, ah, all right. Yeah. Okay. Deal. <laughs> but if you made that same deal with like the Rosie O'Donnell, it's going to be like, fuck no, get out of here. I'll take three more rounds. I'll buy it. I'll pay twice the price. <laughs> it would be funny to see the like the lines dwindled after yes. these stipulations were like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> just walk yeah. back into the bar. Same deal. This chick. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and to think this all spawned from free fucking buffalo wings in a woman's vagina at Hooters. <laughs> she was hot. What happened to her? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I she's obviously like who turned her in? Do we know that? Oh, uh, I mean, I think it was coworkers. Okay, those are those are good people. Good for them, because because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's assholes that are fucking ordering hot wings at a Hooters every fucking Friday night. Sure, and 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 to to know that they're assholes that that chick has to be a that chick has to be the definition of cunt. To get turned in by her coworkers for fucking with asshole customers. <laughs> I know how assholeish customers can be. Yeah, and it, like like the brethren of uh, of servers at a place like this at, at a Hooters too. I'm not saying that they, you know it's some sort of like sorority, but I think that the, the, those people stick up for each other. They understand the game. They you know, Christ, I'm I'm sure that those I'm sure Hooters waitresses get fucking hit on by the scum of the earth over and over and over and over again. And to see someone watch another fucking, you know, server jam a hot wing in her vagina and be like, oh, she crossed the line. <laughs> I would have been cool if she spit in his gin and tonic, but he just boom, can't can't do that. <laughs> Having worked in a kitchen and knowing how dirty a kitchen is, like, <laughs> like you're, you're, you're lucky that's the worst place your wing's been. Yeah. And then... And then to have this chick pop a squat in the kitchen of a Hooters restaurant. <laughs> you want to call me a punta? I'll show you fucking punta. <laughs> and then it all it all comes full circle because I'm sure that some of the men who ate these wings, had they been told, like, hey, surprise, candid camera. Uh, Jessica Sinclair shoved a few of these up her, up her, up her vagina. Like, oh, damn. Yeah. Shit. I'm in. <laughs> which which one? They start eating off each other's plates. <laughs> Are those yours? I want this. 
Uh, Extra spicy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, folks, stick around. Uh, Adam's going to be joining us for asking for a friend. We got some legal stuff, you know, because we're always in trouble. And uh, oh, don't. <coughs> oh, I had to reach for that one. I've uh, got something coming from uh, Melbourne, Florida, and then Perth, Australia. I find that funny. We're going from <laughs> going from Melbourne, Good Florida point. to Perth, Australia. Stick around. Like a warm, creamy chutney. Get ready for another spoonful of the middle class holes. Welcome back to the middle class holes. As promised, our friend from the was it the, the city that never sleeps and it's the great apple? Is it the rotten apple? <laughs> Big apple. The rotten apple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Depends on who you ask, I guess. That's right. And and the U.S. Open is taking place. Adam, uh, mm-hmm. asking for a friend, our our legal counsel and uh, Esquire. I think I've asked this before. Have you? Do you have Esquire like anywhere printed on a business card or like the front of your desk? Uh, no, I actually ask them specifically. I, I like take it off of all my legal, like even when I'm submitting something to court and to sign it. Uh, I take off Esquire. I mean, a lot. Some of attorneys leave it on. Say like half and half, but I purposely take it off because I think it's what? pompous. What? Okay, okay, yeah, it does sound pompous. So, what is the purpose of Esquire? What exactly? Explain to the people, the the, the folks at home, Esquire. <laughs> I did not prep for this, unfortunately, so I didn't look into the the etymology of the the word Esquire. Uh, I'm sure it's uh, it's British. It's got to be right. Oh yeah, absolutely, it's got to be British. But I, I guess like. So is it automatically attached to somebody who is officially a practicing attorney? Is that like just automatically you yeah, become an esquire? Surname for it's a surname for the attorney. That's the North American uh, uh, definition. Number two, historical: a young nobleman who, in training for knighthood, acted and uh, acted as an attendant to a knight. Mm. Oh, ah. esquire! Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I it's like a. <laughs> Like a squire? That's right. Esquire. Yes, a squire. Yes, a squire. Right. It was Spanish, most likely. <laughs> He's not, not going for that. Yeah. So it's like it's like having like a you know doctor at the front of your name. It's just Esquire at the back of your name. Exactly. And 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 the fact that you're actually practicing, and then they have to. It's redundant. It doesn't need to be there. Like, uh, Mister Calvert. Esquire, no Esquire. <laughs> it would be like if you, uh, although I will right, play devil's advocate here. What if you were going to a, a doctor's appointment and it's just like, hey, it's John Smith here. Like, Dr. John Smith? Nah, just John Smith. You know, John Smith just, MD? Nah, just John Smith. Just go by John Smith. He's just John really Smith. good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> he read a, lot of, read a lot of medical books. <laughs> The real YouTube University. That's right. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy, ER, he's seen them all. <laughs> well, let's get it started, my friends. It is time for asking for a friend with our attorney friend from the great state of New York, Mr. Adam Calvert. So let's start with this one. Um, it's, of course, out of Florida. I, I really like this, and I really hate this one. A Florida man is behind bars on DUI charges for allegedly drunk driving a motorized scooter inside a Walmart where he nearly struck shoppers and crashed into shelves and merchandise displays. He's 39. He was busted around 10 a.m. on Sunday in a Walmart in uh, Melbourne, uh, just south of uh, Orlando. Officers were summoned to the store in reference to an intoxicated male on a motorized scooter. 
So Walmart security told the cops he'd been driving haphazardly, yada, yada, yada. Store security cameras recorded swerving, running into items, and nodding off while driving the motorized scooter. So he's charged with four misdemeanors, including driving under the influence, disorderly conduct, and possession of an open container of alcohol. He's being held in lieu of $3,000 bond. The Walmart scooter, which tops out at 10 miles per hour, is considered a motor vehicle according to Florida criminal statutes. Okay, so I guess my question to you, is this the proper usage of uh, the DUI, driving under the influence? I was always under the impression that it was to stop people from being on the roadways and causing, you know, catastrophic damage to human life. Is this the, does he get off the DUI charge and get charged with everything else or does it stick? Uh, it sticks. I actually looked up the Florida statutes for you on this one. Because I was uh, I was kind of curious about this one myself. I was like, well, one, he's in a scooter. So how can you get a DUI when you're just on a little uh, scooter? And two, he wasn't on the road. He wasn't even on a public sidewalk or public area. He was on private property uh, and inside a building. So uh, it turns out neither of those things matter. And the statute is uh, it's kind of clear how it defines vehicle. I mean, it lists all these different vehicles that are that are under there. And it's pretty much anything on wheels uh, that is powered by anything other than like Fred Flintstone feet, you know, and uh, well, even a bicycle. So uh, anyhow, um, and it, it doesn't uh, apparently matter where you operate it. And it's not just Florida that's like this. Uh, from what I can tell, it's a lot of other states too. Which, Kind of surprisingly, I tell you what I'm I'm floored by is that the guy who decided to drive this around Walmart wasn't exactly safe. You know, he wasn't adhering to Walmart <laughs> stop and go signs and turn signals, and he was smashing into things. I, I could he certainly sounded like a safe driver to me when I first heard about <laughs> well, him. First impression. Well, you know, the thing that got me too was that I, I think uh, something in the article uh, was that he something about him walking. And I guess me when I saw he was on a scooter before I read the article and saw uh, more about it, it's like oh, there's some some disabled guy on it. But now I guess he just got drunk and got on the scooter. It's just well, you, you know that was going to happen. I guess that I mean, makes I sense. I should have seen that. I don't know why I assumed it was an old guy at first. He was just drunk. Well, okay, a disabled but, person. Now to play devil's advocate here, if I was his attorney, one of the arguments that I would make is that he doesn't possess. The ability specific Walmart gave him the access to the scooter. Now, I know that there aren't keys and you don't have to go ask for them, that they're just available for anybody to jump on. But is Walmart then in some way responsible for giving him access to a vehicle while intoxicated? He doesn't own this vehicle. This is a Walmart piece of Walmart property. And so it's not like he can only use it if Walmart has kind of, you know, given him permission to do so. They gave him permission to be on the scooter, and then he drives a fool. I've never seen anybody drive properly on one of those scooters in a Walmart, by the way. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, they're all incapable. They're all fucking just mentally handicapped. And I don't mean, like, disabled. I just mean dumb. Yes. But does Walmart bear some of the responsibility for giving him access to the vehicle? I have a question. Does it say explicitly in that article that Walmart gave it to him? Or did he, like, oh, no one's looking. No, I think it. I think it's basically just like you know they have them parked at the front of the store, and then if you want one, you grab one. I mean, but Walmart made that fully available for anybody. Okay, a toddler could jump on there. Anybody could technically jump onto that, that right. thing. It just so happens a guy who downed a fifth of vodka and walked through the store and said, "I can't walk. I'll drive." 
He just happened to get on there, but he had access to it. So is Walmart responsible in any way? Well, you know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think the problem is more if they had awareness that this guy was drunk. And in this situation, it, 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 you see this a lot in, in just retail places or you know, different companies who are trying to figure out what to do. And there's, do you put somebody there to, to, to monitor these scooters, right? And to like breathalyze people and check them out to make sure that they're okay before giving them uh, to them? Or do you just leave them open? Uh, because by putting somebody out there to check people, if you don't check them properly, then that might make you look more liable, right? Mm. Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> but obviously, if you don't, you end up in a situation like this. And and as far as checking people, dude, you know you see people in those stores that they're supposed to be there for people who are legitimately handicapped and are incapable of walking I don't know, the distance around the store takes. I mean, you, you go to Walmart, you're probably going to walk about a mile if you're going to do some a- actual shopping. Some people aren't capable of doing that. This guy's just drunk. If you just seriously had somebody, hi, welcome to Walmart. Oh, you'd like a scooter? Oh, what's what's ailing you today? Judge mm-hmm. uh, Smirnoff. Okay, well, we're going to have to tell you no for this specific occasion. <laughs> go turn that ankle in the parking lot, come back, maybe we got a deal. You have the, the most honest... Uh person in mind you know oh i'm drunk yeah these guys just come <laughs> yeah. out with it just so on so yeah, but, honest drunks but if you smelled booze on somebody you could be like no sir you can't use a scooter yeah well, all right well then what if somebody's on medication that they shouldn't be operating a vehicle on well that, that's not just, something you can smell in somebody's breath necessarily right, man that's that's that's, yeah. a, that's a highways problem not walmart that's true well i guess in that scenario i mean are are there are they slurring i mean but in that instance if you want to hand out duis i feel like the person who's like ODing themselves on their fucking opiates like they probably deserve the charge more than this guy look bottom line in my opinion he should be charged with all those other things i just feel like the not even the spirit of the i guess the spirit of the law is that you don't want people on the roadways murdering people with 2,000 plus pound vehicles. So that's why you have the driving under the influence, mm. not for rolling around in a 40 pound scooter. No, because there are more serious laws that if somebody gets murdered with a vehicle, you don't just give that guy a DUI. That's why there's manslaughter laws. And <laughs> hey, is this a, a, P, this is a, this is a PBJ, right? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You bet. I was drunk, so uh, it's okay that I killed five people. Uh, you know, DUI. That's the that's the best you can do, right? Yeah, that's why they we're going to the other laws for. Yeah, what if this no. guy ran into an aisle and knocked it over, huh? Yeah, what if he broke somebody's leg, ran into somebody and broke their hip? I'm just saying, you're you're prevent. You're definitely not going to have. I I would assume you're probably not going to have a death with a Walmart scooter in okay, a Walmart so aisle. That's why it's a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's minor more minor events and we're all yeah. and we're just lucky enough that this guy austin powered himself in the fucking candy aisle all right just do, 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 do. took him a thousand back and forth to get out of that you know could he could have knocked something over he could have gone to the power tools and, and stole mm-hmm. one of them and turned it on you know while he was driving mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking well, swinging let's... around a fucking chainsaw they sell those at walmart right yeah, but they don't. They're not out of the package or anything. <laughs> Believe you, me, you can just, I've, tra- I've gone. I've gone to the cutlery section and been like, "This could really be a problem." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, good. They've bolted." 
the, the knives into the fucking block. We're good. No, you just cut the plastic and pull the cord. Oh, so you bolt, yeah, they bolt the knives, but they just leave the scooters to whoever wants them. Huh? Exactly. Um, let's see. So what's he charged with? Uh, he's charged with uh, four misdemeanors. Okay, the DUI. Obviously, disorderly intoxication. I get that. Possession of an open container of alcohol. Ah, what, oh, what could the other... He wasn't, just, other... he wasn't just drunk. He had open booze on him, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, again, Walmart's uh, <laughs> big, uh, uh, you know, survey system didn't really uh, pan out. I was like, going to say, that uh, might have been a fucking red flag. <laughs> like, what would you like the scooter for? <laughs> well, <laughs> more that. of this. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you can buy booze in Walmart in Florida. Uh, Florida, I mean, probably, yeah, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a yay. I mean, every other. Florida, definitely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm sure you can get all your... You'd probably fireworks, guns, booze, I don't know, pretty much anything in a Walmart time for Right. So, okay, if this guy came to you uh, needing an attorney and said, I'm only going to take, I'm only going to accept you for the job if you can get me off, you taking the job? I have to get the guy off? Yeah. Oh, yeah that's, that's, Legally. How much is he paying me? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh if if this guy's coming to me to be his attorney, then I'm probably considering a different career. You know, if this is the kind of client that uh, that I'm getting in, it's the guy that's coming through my door. This is like a, Adam Calvert's my guy. Um, I should be in a different line. That's Adam Calvert Esquire. That's right. That's when <laughs> that's you're right. you're doing infomercials with the Esquire. <laughs> uh, I, okay. I will say, my my father used to say, "This is a, like a, a really good rule of thumb for life: don't break the jerk rule." Okay, and if you have to have that explained to you, what's the jerk rule? That then there's a problem. You should know instinctively and morally what the jerk rule is in any given social situation. And this guy broke it. So and you know, I don't my. You say like, oh, well, should he have gotten a DUI? Yeah, well, yeah, he should have. Asshole, mm-hmm. jerk. I, I admit he's being a jerk, but I don't think he should have gotten the DUI. I think there's plenty of other charges to throw at him. The driving under the influence. This means he can't actually drive a car while sober now. Yeah, okay. So this guy, I mean, or whatever. Uh, we agree to disagree on this one. I mean, you act like they're throwing him in jail for 10 years. You know, yeah, but DUI. that's... DUI is a big charge, though. That's like the biggest like driving violation you can get. And I'm just contending that he wasn't driving anything of significance. And like he doesn't need insurance for that vehicle. He didn't buy that vehicle. That vehicle was literally given to him by a multi-billion dollar corporation. And it's their fault that he was drunk and able to drive it. We, you're also assuming that he drove there. He may not even have a license. He may have walked there drunk. Right. He may have Ubered his way there. Now, I'm picturing fucking sweatpants that are like a size too short, wife beater <laughs> and house slippers and a fucking tall boy in yeah. a brown bag. I think he had Smirnoff, didn't he? Did I he? just said speared off. I'm just oh. assuming that 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 might have been a that might be a little too high class for this particular gentleman. <laughs> yeah, but okay, uh, you're the attorney. He's an asshole. He's going to jail. He probably can't pay his fines. And you know what? He probably is going to get given a public defender in Florida, which <laughs> probably isn't getting him very far. <laughs> but speaking of breaking the jerk rule, this one comes out of Australia. Um, I'm intrigued by this story. And I, I've got several questions for you, but we'll start here. An Australian vegan has been locked in a legal battle with her neighbors for years after claiming they purposely used their barbecue to cook meat, sending smells wafting into her backyard. 
check this out. Can you imagine what her profession is? There it is. Celia Carden, a massage therapist, has taken her neighbors to court multiple times beginning back in 2017 over various claims, including the meat, the sound of scraping chairs, noisy pets, and reflecting light into her general direction. Carden, who uh, lives in the suburb in Perth, says that she's issued her neighbors with warnings about smoking cigarettes and allowing their children to bounce basketballs. Quote, They've put the barbecue out there so I could smell fish. I can't stand the smell of fish, she told the media. I can't enjoy my backyard. I can't go out there. She continued, it's been devastating. It's turmoil. It's been unrest. I haven't been able to sleep. Now, of course, she took this to court. She lost. Um, Should she have lost, Adam? Does she have a point to be made about the neighbors um, wafting uh, the sweet, delicious smells of grilled meats in her general direction outdoors? No, no, she doesn't. She just that. That's that. That's that. That is the fastest analysis. Slash, Adam probably did very little to no dirt digging on this one. He just read it and was no. like, "No, no." Oh, I actually I did. I did I'm a little sorry. dirt digging. I did okay. a little dirt digging for All you guys. Right. Yeah, I always dig dirt for you guys. Um, so, well, yeah, let's pretend this is America because I don't dig dirt all the way down to Australia to research Australian law for you guys. I do not dig dirt that far. But uh, American law, so you can have a nuisance, right? Or you can uh, sue somebody for harassment. Those are usually the the two kind of things you'll see in these angry neighbor situations, which uh, I've been unfortunate enough to have to deal with some of those uh, before. And they're not fun because it's just, uh, it's not, it's not a good situation. Anyway, um, so nuisance is, you know, something on your property is impeding on the, the right and enjoyment of somebody else's property, right? So if you have a, a, a noxious smell, I mean, like sewage, or uh, you have a bunch of just old rusted out cars, you know, that's a nuisance, okay? Now harassment, that's a different thing. That's saying purposefully doing something to mess with somebody. Um, so those are the two kind of things, and yeah, it all depends on reasonableness, right? Like what a reasonable person would uh, find un- would find to be a nuisance. Uh, mm. It's something normal, like grilling meat, uh, grilling fish. That's something you would expect somebody to do, right? That's your neighbor. Yeah. Well, then. Well, I, first, if she said, "I hate the smell of grilled uh, grilled fish," they should have thrown on some kielbasa some fucking steaks like here you go vegan waft that mm-hmm. shit yeah well see okay my question is and I, i'm not sticking up for the massage therapist who's complaining about her neighbors living their lives um but she does say it was deliberate now i could see in my situation me being me that if one day i was outside grilling up some some sweet ass new york strips and a couple ribeyes a few burgers some dogs and my neighbor's like oh my god you are uh you're a scourge of the earth those poor animals, how could you do such a thing? I can tell you now, my oven would be on eBay tomorrow, and I would only be grilling meats outside. <laughs> and it would be deliberate. And I would be doing it absolutely on purpose just to piss my massage therapist neighbor off. Now, as long as I don't admit this openly, do I still um, stand to win the court case should she try to take me? Or if I say, hey, listen, guess what? I'm grilling every day for the rest of my life. Enjoy your evening. Do I then lose the case because I'm purposely being a nuisance and I'm admitting so? Well, it would. So 
oddly, I think in that situation, you would lose a harassment suit, but win a nuisance case. Mm. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The meat is like juicier. This is like a law school exam question. <laughs> um, so the harassment, right, is purposely doing something to mess with someone, right? So by telling that person that you were grilling every day just to mess with them, admittedly, you know that that's something that, 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 that messes with that person. It might not mess with everybody. Um, if I know one of you guys had a certain quirk, a thing that, you know, wouldn't bother most people, but I knew it really got to you. I was doing it all the time. Yeah, it'd be harassment, right? You See, like that. you got to, Murray, you got to rethink how you would say it. You got to say like, you know, I've really taken a liking to this grilling thing. So much so that, God, because I enjoy it so much, I'm just going to do it every meal for the rest of my life. Man, I'm man, I'm excited to get out that back patio and grill. Take her easy, neighbor. Yeah. That would be that would be the approach that you need to take. What yeah. if pressed during cross examination, I made the statement, "Yes, but her displeasure makes my food even tastier." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're gonna lose that harassment. Suit there. <laughs> but but all right. So getting back to uh, my earlier answer, though, you you uh, would win the nuisance suit, right? Because a nuisance depends on what the public generally would think is annoying sort of impingement on their land right and that kind of depends on it also depends on the, the setting too i mean uh you're in an urban setting and let's say like i'm grilling every day and there's my building is right attached next to another and wafts right into this guy's window and just the smoke is just pouring into his window and grilling <laughs> out of my little you know three foot patio out here that's a lot different than grilling every day, you know, out in uh, uh, even a suburban, especially rural area, right? So, grilling fish is like, uh, is, I mean, you got to expect somebody's going to grill if it's a place where you can have grills, right? It's not yeah. something that will bother most people. I also, I, Mur, and I listened to a few other of the noises that were taking place in that backyard. I heard basketball slash sports. I heard a lot of, uh, they said smoking cigarettes. So these people yeah. are partying for the most part, but I hear animal noises. Was that did I did, did I catch that in the uh, in the article? Animals making noises. Um, once again, Wes, I don't think you did. Uh, this is another one of those. <laughs> no, um, no, no, I'm going to look this up. One of those like those things where you're hypnotized by the story, and then you're just start, how the hell would have I start, gotten the, the cigarette smoke and the kids playing back? I'm going to read basketball. the exact paragraph. Carden, who lives in the suburbs of western the western city of Perth, Perth. Uh, said that said. That she also um, issued her neighbors with a complaint over smoking cigarettes and allowing children to bounce basketballs. <laughs> Damn. I think this was like a couple sentences before that. Okay, there's another one. Um, uh, including the meat, uh, the sound of scraping chairs. Oh, I'm sorry. Noisy pet birds. You are correct, okay. sir. Right. I do ding, apologize. Ding, ding. <laughs> I am an asshole. Okay, this, this, okay so... Well, we were kind of we were both kind of right and kind of wrong because I heard noisy animals. I didn't catch the bird part, and I thought that was funny. Like they were killing the animals and throwing them on the grill, like animals like. <laughs> so, pet birds. Okay, actually, you know what? Pet birds are probably the most annoying pet sound in the universe. Like I would say, pet birds, yappy dogs, and then I don't know. You can find anything else after that. Uh, the pet birds. Could you could you say that? I actually might side with her on pet birds. Those motherfuckers are just—they just squawk all the time. 
if someone has birds that won't shut the fuck up, one, can you kill them? Two, uh, could you win that battle in court over them? You know, could you have their birds removed from their premises for just annoying the shit out of you all the hours of the day? Hmm. Well, uh, no, you can't kill somebody's birds. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I didn't have to look that one up. <laughs> all right. You're full um, of disappointment this evening. But you could, um, you know, potentially uh, have them have, you know, remove the birds or mitigate them somehow or something like that. You know, it would depend on how many birds we're talking, you know, what sort of proximity to your house. And it also depends on things like legitimate purpose. I mean, if that person happens to be like an ornithologist or something like that, you know, they're studying uh birds that's <laughs> yeah. different like i mean think of some think of like if you had a oh, i hear this all the time all right so because i'm kind of close to lincoln center i hear people like opera singers sometimes singing out of their apartments or people playing piano or violin or something like that it's yeah. great i, I don't think nobody does it in my building because i don't want to hear it all the time but you're walking by it it's great but if that person is a professional musician it's a different standard than me getting a drum set and just, <laughs> just banging on it with my building all the time, right? Call, call me presumptuous, but I'm not sure the cigarette smoking grillers are, uh, you know, studying <laughs> birds right now. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. They just don't come across as uh, what, what did you call them? What, what's the what's the actual term? Your esquire Ortho. bird studiers or what? No, ornithologist. Ornithologist. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm in my bird law. I was really close to that. <laughs> I've been wrong about orthodontists all this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, 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 and you had said, I, I am starting to think the actual story of this is she's just annoyed by the, the, the partying that goes on. And I bet you, and you hit the nail on the head, Murr, that she's annoyed by the fucking birds. The birds is like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. the actual story, but that doesn't sell fucking headlines. What sells headlines is vegan annoyed by neighbors grilling meats. That's, that's Actually, sexy. That is sexy. I, I saw an interview with this lady. Her fucking screws are as loose as a massage therapist gets, man. It's just like it, it was just like they are purposely grilling because they know I'm a vegan and I don't want to have to smell that meat. So they just they purposely waft it my way. And I'm just like, OK, lady, you've lost every last screw that was loose in your fucking fragile little fucking mind. But um, a final question here. So does the neighbors that grill and have squawky birds and children who enjoy life and have fun outside, um, do they have a countersuit against this woman for harassment from her, from taking her them to court all the time over just living their lives? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Australian law. Um, in Great Britain, you, you have the uh, loser pays rule, so they could have gotten damages, you know, their attorney's fees back and things like that. You would not get that in America. Right? Um, now, if you, if you were to file uh, multiple, multiple lawsuits uh, that got dismissed, and I've seen plenty of cases, thankfully, none that I've had to deal with, but you know, I'm in court and judges uh, like, this is your 15th lawsuit against this person. They've all been dismissed you know, or more than that sometimes. Yeah, then in, in the US, then you'll start getting damages and things like that. Um, and you can countersue. But generally, here in America, just suing somebody in any case thrown out, you know, that's not, you know, you're not going to get damages for that, even if, if you win. Pun punitive, of course, right? Yeah, punitive. Yeah. 
Good job, Wes. <laughs> Uh, it's, from, it's, from a, it's from a jerky boys uh, prank phone call. That's, yeah, come on. And that, my friends, is asking for a friend. And remember, if you have any legal questions or any kind of criminal activity you've been involved in in the past and you'd like to anonymously ask our legal counsel, Mr. Calvert, uh, remember to send us an email to tickleourtummies at gmail.com. All right. Well, hey, shit, man. Adam, if you want to stick around for Fun Fact Friday and then, you know, before you go, you're welcome to, because uh, we're rolling into Fun Fact Friday right now. I like my fun facts. All right. Dad, hell yeah. Did you know? Actually, no, sorry. Sorry, Mer. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to sing a song this week. You're, uh, you don't have to acapella something, unless you want to. I mean, I'm always down. I mean, I've been working on some. I've just kind of been anticipating some pop songs that uh, I could really rock out to. So when he's going to go in his spiel about who... Uh, Murr's going to go into his spiel. Adam, if you can think of a jingle, he's two for two. He's two for two uh, in, in how he introduces Fun Fact Friday. Uh, I'm sorry. You're going to have to explain this to me. So Just pick a song. A pick song, a recognizable song. recognizable jingle tune, and Murr will introduce Fun Fact Friday to the cadence and pitch and song, acapella style. All right. Uh, Build me a buttercup. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's a good one. Okay. Okay. Time for some fun facts. Fun facts. For your mind, baby. Let's get it on. Get, get it on. on. Brought to you by, brought to you by the Gin Splints Recovery Group. They are a bunch of <laughs> assholes online who don't know shit about anything anything oh, about your legs below the knee below the knee or above the ankle so let's go let's let's too much refrain going on with this this is kind of tough let's get to oh, it Five we'll give you half facts. on that okay yeah it's a half point that's a good song that was a good one that one yeah, half, a half point also so the other the other two you've done have been were better yeah i oh, mean yeah. he he nailed oh, yeah. eye of the tiger uh, the week before last, I mean, it was it, it was incredible, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I I give Murr a lot of shit, but that was that was that was amazing. Fuck. Well done, Adam. Thanks for ruining my bit. Let's get to it. Five fun facts <laughs> for you fuckers on a Friday. O M G facts. Did you know there are nearly seven thousand languages spoken in the world today? Seven, seven G's. Damn, I wonder if they, uh, <laughs> for starters, one, I didn't know that. And I wonder if they consider, like, variations. Like, we speak, we speak English, but do they consider what they talk in Great Britain or Australia a different language? No. That, no. That, that, that would be considered. It's just once you start to get to, like, those really tiny, like, African communities, Indonesia, Micronesia, they mm-hmm. start to have, like, these island cultures where that they they just speak that yeah. like, in their town. And se- how many? 7,000 languages. Can't we just narrow that down? Like, I mean, I, I know, like, um, imperialism's bad. But can we just be like, all right, look, there's five languages. You got to pick one. <laughs> it's either English, Spanish, <laughs> German, Mandarin, or, or one of the Asian languages. Sanskrit. We're bringing it oh, back. No, uh, oh, you're getting rid of... Uh... You getting rid of Arabic? Okay, Arabic. There, that's your five. That's your five. Farsi. Farsi. That's yeah. it. You get to pick one Arabic. No, yeah. Farsi's not. Uh, no, <laughs> I under I understand, but that seems to be the most widely spoken in the region. So that's it. 
Okay, we're we're drawing lines in the sand here. Yeah, I mean you only get five. Why? What do you think is fair, Esquire? Farsi's just a Farsi's a dialect. Oh, never mind. Oh, Arabic is is a never mind. That's like anyway. All right, I'm splitting hairs. Anyway, I'm just trying to get that one back on there. But I think it's maybe we can. I mean, more than five, right? No. Why? No. Because we could learn. You could arguably everybody could learn five languages technically. I mean, the Russians are going to be a little pissy that I didn't <laughs> didn't give their language out as a yeah that option. Might be tough. No, we're not exactly on the best terms right now. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. So, no, I just it's I almost feel like it's sad that they. I mean, I'm sure they don't consider it sad that that's the language they speak, but like they can't communicate with the majority of the global population. A lot of these people, somebody inside the outside of the top ten languages, is basically like fucked for any kind of economic development moving forward so you would think that they might want to adopt an outside <laughs> language and maybe we should be the ones to impose it on them you we're know, chosen uh, specifically you know i've heard that people can learn more than one language so uh you know maybe that's i mean people learn more than you know they just learn other languages they're gonna you want to deal with somebody else you learn that language yeah well i have a feeling if you helicoptered into some tiny island in the middle of the philippines and talk to old tuk tuk he ain't spouting off too many other dialects besides his own i bet you spend enough time with tuk tuk or whatever you just called him and uh you'd pick up some things i've seen enough movies you know they start drawing things and you know, yeah. then you can figure out the words yeah dude randy before Quinn. you know before you know it you and you you and tuk tuk are, are married with five wives each or something <laughs> <laughs> Randy Quaid learned some alien language in that movie in the 80s. And he's talking yeah. to some, you know, it's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, if Randy Quaid can do it, he can do it. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he was a spaceman. He may have known a few others, but how the hell do I know? <laughs> what, what movie is this with Randy Quaid in the 80s? Uh, boy. I'll tell you, he, to he, look this up. He, uh, like, he, he saves an alien. The alien has a kid. He doesn't know, realize that male aliens can reproduce like that. Uh, the, the, this, the, the, the alien dies and he raises the kid as his own. And that kid can speak English, by the way. Okay. The alien kid. And wait, fresh out the, wait, fresh out the butthole. Well, you only see him. Okay. So let me backtrack a second. I was definitely <laughs> saying Randy Quaid, right? It's Dennis yeah. Quaid. Okay. It's not, okay. Right. it's not, it's not Randy Quaid. It's Dennis Quaid. I got a little too free. It's called enemy mine. Wow. 1985 sci-fi action. 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, I'm not even mad that you didn't know the name of that movie off the top of your head. The fact that you even have any kind of like video screen inside your brain that contains that film is amazing. <laughs> Just you remember where you saw this this movie was? Uh, I've seen it. Pro- well, definitely like on uh, like daytime cable back in like the early 90s. You know, like a TBS or a TNT, and I watched the whole thing, fucking commercials and all. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I've it, it caught my attention then as a young boy, and I, when it's on, I watch it occasionally. I think I've seen it, I don't know, a, a dozen times in my life. Yeah, a I dozen? Pull- I don't, I'm putting That's this on movie. I'm, I, I'm putting this on movie list. I'm always. Oh, like, don't, 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 dude. Come on. What, <laughs> <laughs> 63%? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's good. You've it's seen a, it a dozen times and you're telling me not to watch it? I can't think of a movie I've seen a dozen times that I would not tell you to watch. All right, first of all, maybe a dozen was a little exaggerant. Maybe it was like it's six to eight. Um, and second of all, it, it's a decent sci fi movie, okay? Hey, listen, I want, I want a list of films 
that we have to watch that are based on Wes Fox's Saturday afternoon rainy day when he was 12. Okay. Like, I want that. That's by, what I want. By the way, Murr, would you like to see a picture of the alien in this movie? I sure would. All right. So hey, it's Lewis Gossett Jr., by the way. Uh, wait, I've seen this movie. Wait. <laughs> haven't we all? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Okay, um, I have. Okay, I had this confused with. Um, oh, oh, what's the one where the kids playing the video game, but the video game's real and um, it's not Lewis? I, I feel it's the same alien. I feel like they reuse those prosthetics. <laughs> it was in a fucking uh, uh, some sort of closet in Hollywood. The, the, yeah, the Last Starfighter. That's it. That's a good fucking movie. I'm not sure that Don't is. tell me you've never seen The Last Starfighter. Uh, I, I have. Oh, it's I, been a I while. I will say that seeing that picture of that alien uh, almost, uh, is almost making me remove that movie from the movie list. <laughs> that's, I, I wouldn't hate you, man. It's, it's, yeah, that's, that's probably a good that. idea. Yeah, oh, wow. You're right. This certainly does. It's got more of like a, the thing from Fantastic Four, kind of lizardy yeah. look to it, but you're right. I mean, it's, it's not that far off. I did, that's why I was confused. I was like, wait, I don't remember him having a baby at his butthole. But anyway. <laughs> so, all, right. all right. So, yeah, that that guy learned fucking alien. <laughs> no, I forgot what we were even talking about. <laughs> did you know 7-Up, invented in 1920, contained lithium, the drug now commonly prescribed to sufferers of bipolar disorder? God. That FDA. They had loose... Uh... Loose standards back then. Looser than a Walmart employee fucking figuring out who can and can't drive scooters. I'll tell you that. But it makes me wonder, did anybody have bipolar disorder back in the 1920s? Or was 7-Up keeping us all regulated? Uh, what, were they, what do you think they were doing with people with bipolar disorder back in the 1920s? I think they were stabbing holes in their skull yeah. and then ramming metal rods into their brain. Yeah, that's about where we were. And mental health treatment, probably. Yeah, that's about right. Well, it's kind of, okay. Here, here's the deal. Uh, kind of like when you give blood, you get you know a free drink and some cookies. Back then, a lobotomy came with some Seven Up and you know a burger and a bib. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lock <laughs> that drool off your neck. <laughs> well, I mean, they were they were they were. We forget how experimental the times were less than a hundred years ago. I mean, Coca-Cola had, you know, it wasn't a significant amount of cocaine, but Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. In fact, Coca-Cola is still the only company allowed to import uh, coca leaves from South America. They, they, they sell them to a company. The company like extracts like the actual cocaine out of it. And then Coke gets the rest of the extract to make Coca-Cola. That's why nobody can, nobody can touch Coca-Cola. Because they can't get the real coca extract. I feel like that was better than the seven up phone tax. Well, you know what? Sometimes your two bad. your two B was better than your two A. Mm. Hey, so, sometimes the sub facts are better than the fun facts. That's right. No, I didn't know that. But no, I didn't you know there were seven thousand languages spoken. But I know <laughs> this movie from nineteen eighty five that is fucking amazing. <laughs> you no. should have just a uh, sub facts and then well, the uh, sub facts don't come up unless I'm like in the middle of like explaining a really terrible fact that I didn't no, no, realize. But just make them all about subs, like hobbies. You know, oh, okay. <laughs> sub facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. 
So I don't enough. even know why they're called. I don't know why they're called. That's something we need to look up. Why are they called hoagies or subs? I know subs probably submarine, a submarine sandwich. They look like a submarine, but why hoagie? Or why a is gr- that grinder, thing? right? It's another term. Yeah. Or a hero. Hoagie is uh, definition of hoagie, a large sandwich. Well, no shit. Uh, submarine sandwich doesn't really tell where the word hoagie originated they, they, from. They, this is like the dialect thing. And this is all dialect, you know, regional right. dialects in the U.S. So, so I go back to the language. Just like Coke and like because like I think like in Minnesota, they call everything Coke. Doesn't matter. A seven ups a Coke because it's a soda. Or then pop. you have then you have soda. Then you have pop. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I also know about like I've heard that people in Spain have a tough time talking to people in in Mexico. And they both speak Spanish. Like I can go to Minnesota and fucking not be like, what the hell are you saying? That's true. But if you went to Louisiana, you would have an issue because that's a whole different fucking that form is, of that, English. That's the that that is that is the exception. There's no other place in the country I, like i've never been to alaska and i've never been to parts of hawaii where they you still get, might get some uh some polynesian or you know uh, samoan I, I, I to the best of my knowledge they speak english but that louisiana south fucking french like no mm-hmm, it's actually a really good it's this is another sub fact it's a really good jamie kennedy experiment bit where he is a waiter and he's talking in that that twang and the person can't understand him he's like shook him he's like no chicken mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <Deep fried. laughs> god you must be the only person that watched every episode of the jamie kennedy experiment <laughs> jamie kennedy experiment and andy dick show those two Phew. boy oh I'm actually watching news radio. I started watching mm. with, Andy, with Andy Dixon. Phenomenal and, show. Phenomenal show. And, and uh, it's like before Andy Dick became Andy Dick. <laughs> He's like a straight laced Andy Dick. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Well, he was, well, I think he was, according to Joe Rogan, Andy Dick has always been Andy Dick. Andy Dick just needed, he didn't have fuck you money yet. Right, <laughs> news right, radio right, provided right. him that. Right. The character. I don't know what Andy Dick was doing in his personal life at that time. I didn't. Sure. Did you? Here's a sub fact for you. Did you know Andy Dick is not his real name? He just always envisioned himself having a parking spot, so he wanted it to be a Dick on his parking spot. <laughs> this all spawns from a Seven Up fucking deal, right? See, that's right. Did you know? On average, there are 178 sesame seeds on each McDonald's Big Mac bun. Mm. Damn. So now I can't buy a Big Mac and take that into the office and say, hey, I got a Big Mac giveaway. Person closest to the amount of sesame seeds on the top of this gets it. It does make me want to get a Big Mac and then strip the sesame seeds off and count each and every one of them (laughs) and see how close this thing actually is. But I don't put it past McDonald's to have like some sort of conveyor belt that's filled with exactly 178 sesame seeds that spits them down on top of a bun that everything that they are more scientific than our scientists when it comes to crafting all of their concoctions. Hmm. Sub fact, uh, go ahead, Adam. 
I would say, what, what's the point of the sesame seed on the planet? I mean, do you guys ever, you ever notice? Probably you, you ever notice that you, you ever probably, notice the difference? Probably texture. Te- texture probably yeah. would be my guess. Uh, it's not. So it doesn't feel like just a solid mess of a Big Mac. Yeah, you, you get you get a, a teeny bit of uh, you know crunch. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a good point. You, you know, uh, sub fact, sub fun fact in the movie Rain Man, where he counts the paper clips that fall out, they were actually going to do that with a Big Mac bun in the amount of sesame seeds. He's going to point to it and say 187. Like, what, Ray? 187. 187. Yeah, yeah, 100, definitely 187. But the director thought it was just a little too kooky, so they went with paper clips. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that, Wes. I made that up. <laughs> I couldn't, <laughs> didn't know if you could tell. <laughs> well, did you know that also the uh, Coca-Cola products that McDonald's sells, they taste better because they actually send them through um, chilled lines. They actually have stainless steel lines, and those are refrigerated, which is why your Coca-Cola is always ice cold at your local McDonald's. Mm. You said taste better, yeah. though. That's a pity. It does taste better. That's a pity. Can I went for some sponsorship there, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> and their ketchup is uh, specifically made for McDonald's because it contains more sugar than the normal Heinz ketchup. Hmm. Coca-Cola ketchup? Coca-Cola ketchup. In <laughs> <laughs> <and> chilled packets. <laughs> Did you know every second, roughly four babies are born and two people die? Hmm. Ooh, we need to narrow that gap. I'm doing one. <laughs> <It's gonna... laughs> mm. All right. Did you know? <laughs> Got nothing for that one. Did you know without an atmosphere, the surface temperature on Earth at the equator would be 176 degrees by day and fall to negative 200 degrees at night? Oof. You could, you could learn some languages around there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> learn them all. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, that's still livable, though, right? I mean, 176. I mean, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't a fun time no, during the day. No. You're baking. Yeah, you're, you're, like, you're, boiling you're, on the inside. I, I, under, I, I understand, but that's the equator. You know what I mean? That is already the hottest place on Earth. Just go a little north, you'll be fine, right? <laughs> buck 40, buck 35. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying we could survive it. And there's already places where it gets to like, I mean, maybe not negative 200, but like negative 100. And, you know, I mean, what's an extra 100 after you've already been through one? Right, so let me walk me through your typical day here, surviving this. Uh, I assume you have like some sort of super space age space suit or something, right? Something, yeah. You stay yeah. shaded up a little bit. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, big old fan. Big old fan, you'll be fine. All I'm saying is, it's th- they're survivable temperatures. I'm not saying you're gonna enjoy the experience. I'm just saying they're. I mean, that's that's no atmosphere. I I get it. Atmosphere good, no atmosphere bad. But if there happened to be a day we're like, ah, fuck, we just lost the atmosphere. We human beings would still be alive. There'd be a lot less of us, but we'd still we. I'm saying we'd thrive, but we wouldn't go extinct based on that. In my opinion, uh, you know, like there's other planets that don't have an atmosphere. I think like Venus does not have an atmosphere. Hmm. You know, Uranus definitely. Yeah, (laughs) Uranus doesn't see the light of day. Um, (laughs) Um. 
but yeah, we're not. We can't survive on Venus. What's what's what yeah, see, the, to survive on Venus, right? If, if Earth turns into Venus like that, the, right the, now, the way Murr's uh, fictional situation is is like, oh, we lost the uh, atmosphere, like a fucking fuse blew. So we got to do like a day mm-hmm. and then, you know, pop the fuse back on in, in yeah. Washington, D.C., of course. That is where the fuse box would be. And uh, yeah, well, this is voila. obviously hypothetical because we are we have an atmosphere and they're saying hypothetically without an atmosphere. I just added the word hypothetically. Mm. So let me start the fact over. Hypothetically, without an atmosphere, the surface temperature on Earth at the equator would be 176 degrees by day and 200, negative 200 mm. at night. I'm just saying and speaking- there was a time... God, there was a time like the ice age where temperatures like that occurred and here we are still surviving i know go ahead wes no i was just gonna say because speaking of dennis quaid movies there's one where the atmosphere (laughs) almost goes vanishes and uh you know shit shit uh becomes polar all over the world the day after yeah. tomorrow is what I'm talking day about. day after tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And you know what? They survive. And by the way, mm-hmm. that was actually the fuse box because I think it fucking ended at the, the end of the movie. Like, well, it's over, guys. <laughs> Sun's coming out. We just they take everyone to Mexico. <laughs> yes. We made Mexico America. For some reason, our president was still in charge after we had to flee America in that movie. You guys speak uh, English, right? <laughs> we, uh, we did make Mexico uh, America, like back in 1860 something. So, I guess doing it again. <laughs> yeah, right? it's not. It's really not hard. Just, it doesn't matter. Tried. It doesn't matter what time it is. You know, disaster, expansion, whatever. <laughs> Bottom line we'll just, is no more. No more. We'll just scoop up that language too. We'll just consolidate. <laughs> it. <laughs> Spanglish. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line is, I'm saying that human beings are a resilient species, and we could survive that. And we would, and we're technologically advanced enough to where we would figure out we'd figure out a way. Yeah, That's all I, I'm saying. I, I, I hate to be a lawyer here, but you know, <laughs> I, a little while ago, you were saying, hypothetically, if for, you know there was no atmosphere, it's not even a fact. If you, it's a hypothetical, it's not a fact. It's a hypothetical. That's a good point. Fucking OMG facts. Fuck you guys. And fuck the Sense Once Recovery Group. Who sponsors this segment? <laughs> yeah. You can find them online on Facebook because that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. <sighs> All right. Uh, there's no way to segue for this. There's no uh, no no type of movie. No Randy Quaid uh, to bail me out on this one. But uh, <laughs> this, coming from uh, the New York Post, Adam, did you read about this? That. Uh, Quote, dead body on a tourist hotspot beach turns out to be a sex doll. Uh, this comes out of somewhere in Thailand. So Thai police were flabbergasted after responding to a report of a dead body on a beach, only to discover that it was something far less dire. The false alarm occurred Thursday. And I don't know what Thursday. After beachgoers spotted what they thought was a woman's corpse on Bang Sayin Beach in the Thai province mm-hmm. of Chonburi, Jan Press reported. Uh, alarmed, they called the police who arrived to discover that the so-called stiff was actually a hyper-realistic sex doll. The sex accessory, allegedly a Japanese model known as the, quote, <laughs> AV Idol, reportedly cost around $553. Now, I will say upon glance, it fucking looks real. Adam, have you seen the uh, pictures from 
from from the New York oh, Post. Yeah, I, I've only seen the uh, the the AV three model. Uh, <laughs> just stuff. just just the picture <laughs> the pictures the, of the, the sex four. doll. Yeah, I, I have the. I've only seen the lower end models of that particular sex style. That's not familiar. So uh, I, could, I could look it up for you. I was talking about the doll on the beach. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Without further ado, <laughs> so here's what you have, and yeah. I mean, hey, I, I, like you're just casually strolling along, although. Uh, they, they have blurred out the uh, the rear end, the Uranus <laughs> portion of this with oh, with yeah. that with atmosphere, by the way. But I don't know. Look at this. This is like some. Obviously, that's just a piece of trash. But it could have been. If you thought that was a sex doll, that could have been a dildo. What do you, well, what do you, need, what do you need a dildo for if you got a, yeah. a female sex doll? Well, no, because well, these people thought it it was a a, a person. The people okay, called so the police what? and said, "Holy shit, what? that's a human washed up on fucking shore." No, but still, why would then a human? And then you're thinking that's a dildo next to them? If you think it's a human? Upon first glance, it looks like a piece of, of trash. But it is like six to eight inches long, cylinder, circular, and black. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it looks like trash. But it, if, you, if you think that's a sex doll, you might think there's, a you know, some foul play going involved. You just it, said if you think it's a human, then you never mind. I'm not. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, Wes, your your logic is, is is it's fleeting, but it's fine. I just wonder though, like they blurred out they blurred out the vagina mm-hmm. of an inanimate object. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I I do find that I don't know. I it, it obviously it's a very realistic doll. Sure. If they felt they had to blur out the fake genitalia. You obviously can't tell the difference between the real thing and the fake thing. This is, and Mur, you've heard this story. Adam, I don't, I may have told you this. Me, my brother, my cousin, my dad stumbled across a sex doll on Garrett Island when we were having a family, you know, boating, <laughs> cookout excursion. Have I told you this story? I don't think so. Yeah. So Garrett Island, uh, it's the, you know, where the Susquehanna River meets the Chesapeake Bay. We, we used to boat out there a lot, and they had a beach, they had a rope swing, we'd grill, the parents would drink, kids would swim, blah, blah, blah. And my dad grabs me, my brother, and my cousin and says, hey, we're, we're going we're gonna to take a little expedition. Uh, we go under Route 40, the Route 40 bridge that goes right over Garrett Island, and they cut all the trees down, so it's, it's kind of a neat little like pathway to, to walk, and we came across a sex doll. And I was like, holy shit, what's that? Now, my point to that was is that... That sex doll looked like a fucking, a, a, you know, something you could float on in someone's pool in the backyard with a fucking two, two holes cut out in the plastic. Uh, this on this Thai beach looks like a fucking human. So, you know, times have changed. Things have gotten more realistic. And for 530 fucking dollars, yeah, I guess you, this is what you get. You get what you pay for. That's pretty, that to me, that's pretty cheap. Like seeing what, like, yeah, I'm- I mean, considering what that thing looked like, you're right. I mean, a, a body that somebody drowned, I don't expect them to look in the best condition. Mm-hmm. So considering that it's a drowned body, like, yeah, that looks... I actually applaud the people who called the police to report a dead body. <laughs> yeah, I you know. know? <laughs> you know, otherwise... I, I, <laughs> I, I Look, sex dolls have come a long way. Just like you said... The Garrett Island sex doll. And by the way, do you think somebody was using that doll on the Garrett Island? I do. I do. Listen, to, to think about, like, go ahead, Adam. Just see, yeah, how did, what's your theory on how it ended up there, Wes? I, dude, I, some fucking drunk boater 
who's married went out there with a fucking twelve dollar sex doll and had sex and threw the fucker <laughs> threw the fucker to the wayside when he was done with it and got on his boat and went back home. Much like this person. This guy had sex with the thing on the beach and threw it in the ocean. Yeah, that, well that's my my theory on this is is nobody wants to get caught with a sex doll in their house. Mm-hmm. And so because we actually what well, Adam, we actually had that. We were uh we asked you a while back, like, is it legal to resell a used sex oh, yeah. doll? And so I'm wondering, I mean, and, you know, if, if this truly is like a Japanese sex doll, I am, I'm pretty sure shame is much bigger in their culture. They probably got themselves a dinghy <laughs> and went out on the water and tied a couple bricks to the feet and hocked it overboard so that the shame would not befall their family. And said, I love you, but not in English because there's a lot of different languages in the world. <laughs> Japanese is not going to be one of them. Right? That's right. It will not. <laughs> Absolutely will not. <laughs> I, but, but yeah, no. So uh, long story short, Adam, I asked what it was. Uh, my cousin, who's around my brother's age, stepped in and told my dad, like, Unk, I got this one. And, and explained to me what the uh, <laughs> what a sex doll was. And this kid, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm sorry, how old were you at the time? Me? Uh, Nine. I think they were 12, 12-ish. Yeah. Wait, so he gave you the full rundown on what it was? It it certainly wasn't like, hey, a man fucking jams his dick into this fucking, (laughs) into this rubber Here, let me show you here. (laughs) 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 Good thing, good enough for you guys. I have a boner right now. I'm going to show you how this is done. Uh... (laughs) No, he, he just said, yeah, a man pleases that thing uh, to to get his jollies off. And I, I didn't quite get what the jollies off was, but I knew what he was talking about. I knew he was saying sex. He could have just said, it's a funny floaty toy that somebody yeah, brought like out a here. Man, a mannequin or something. Well. Because I, I imagine know. actually the real story probably is some fucking drunken twat went out there and was just like, hey, you guys want a raft? Here you go. <laughs> and then it just floated back up on shore. That's probably all it really was, as innocent as it could be. Sure. But instead, we're just imagining some sweaty, fucking bearded, fucking hairy man out having like rough sex with a fucking blow up toy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not, I have no idea. Your story could be correct. My story of, yeah, the, the, the oyster shucker. From the eastern shore, boated all the way up and fucking had sweet, passionate whoopee with this $12 thing and then just left it there and said, I love you in English, by the way. Uh, and, and why did my cousin not take the high road and tell a nine-year-old me it was a blow up? To, I don't know. He probably thought that like, this is a life lesson. When you're walking below an interstate highway on an island and you come across something like this, this is when the young man needs to step into manhood. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows Actually, what that kid's You know what? I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't like, I don't like telling, you know, just be honest with me. Even yeah. kids, right? Unless it's something terribly, terribly traumatic, but, you know, I think I'll learn someday. Time to grow up. Yeah, but it's not even, like, honest when you're just making shit up. Like, he's just, like... Right. And, it, you know, the thing of it was, like, I would have remembered that story no matter who broke the news to me, but it just so happens that it was my bit of a black sheep cousin who cut off my dad like oh uncle uh, i'm gonna go ahead and take this one for you <laughs> i'm gonna go how, ahead and... how old was your cousin at the time 12 
How <laughs> do you know what it was? I, my dad let him have the carpet. He was like, oh, yeah, but... By all means, let's hear it. Well, because knowing your dad, he was just really curious as to what was going to come out of this little asshole's mouth. That's true. All right. Let me ask you this, Mur. At 12, did you know what a sex doll was? Because I don't think, I don't know if I knew what a sex doll was at 12. Yeah. 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 I did. I, I had some, I had some terrible neighbor kid friends, man. Like, mm. really. They grilled yeah, fish. Like, I, I did grow up they, kind of in the They played basketball. Well, I <laughs> Oh, yeah, please. I won't. I won't say their. I won't say their name. But uh, yeah, there were there was there were some. I you know where I live. There were some dirt balls down the road that just like they had older brothers. And when you grow up around kids who have hillbilly older brothers, yeah, there's a lot of things you're exposed to that you should. Like I probably watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first time when I was like eight or nine. You know, <laughs> I I can remember. Um, I I can remember them digging under the pool table table and finding like a porno when i was like seven i mean <laughs> there's there's probably a lot of trauma trapped inside this brain that needs to be released in some way see adam adam says he doesn't know what a sex doll sex doll was at 12 but at 10 and 11 me and him were explaining to who <laughs> can't believe i'm gonna say this on a, on a podcast explaining to girls on a field trip that doing the v around their lips and flicking their tongue out meant they were saying hello to each other and they mm. did it. They did it. They did it all, all field trip. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Like, hey. <laughs> Although I will say, I did not know what that was until you or any <laughs> of the other guys who got them to do that. Told me what it was. I just saw that they were doing it. And I'm like, oh, I got to find out what this means without like, like, I don't know what it means. You know, I don't see. I think, like, I, I think I flat out I, told I figured, you. I figured it out. Some point. Okay. All right. I want to say, like, oh, I mean, see Adam, my memory may be like I, I thought I flat out just told you what it was, but I could be wrong. I uh, no no no. I'm sure you probably did. I don't, but I did not know what it was until you or somebody told me. See, having degenerate neighborhood friends, Adam. That's that's where you learn all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The Fox Boys are notorious. Yeah, that was a good life lesson too. Because without a friend like Wes to tell me something like that. I would have been up in New York as a 10 or 11 year old, probably with those girls going, you know, right. not knowing any better. You got, you know, you got a street smart guy like Wes. Yeah. And I think in a, like in an ultimate litmus test situation where I tell a good friend like Adam, who is of moral value that, and he's like, hell yeah, we should keep that joke going. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, mm-hmm. we should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I thought so when that I first started. Funny. That was funny. I still, I, I, I still tell that story. <laughs> Uh, I can't imagine if I saw that living here in the city now, like some group of of 10 or 11 year old girls walks by me as I'm going down the street and goes, like, like that would freak me out, man. I would, I'd like go running. I I don't know. I'd be afraid like some sort of catch a predator setup or something like that. Well, you know what the proper, or something. I don't know. The proper response is just, Hey, how you doing? Mm. See, that's <laughs> like so creepy, though, isn't it? Isn't that really creepy? No, that that's hell. That's hello in Portuguese. You got to learn your languages, buddy. <laughs> that's just like a friendly. Ooh, how you doing? You're uh, not gonna have to learn Portuguese either, right? <laughs> nope. No, it's gone. I have to break it to Maria. <laughs> no more. <laughs> She's still cursing in Portuguese. She give like a dude. Everything sounds like you're cursing in Portuguese. 
when she's talking to her sister, I, I'm like, I, I, when she gets done, I'm like, who who killed who? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, what, what are you guys talking about? Like, oh, we were just talking about the baby shower. That's how you talk about a baby shower? It's fucking aggressive. It's <laughs> it's disturbingly aggressive. It's unsettling. Yeah. You got to get rid of that language. We can't have people <laughs> talk like that. That's bullshit. <laughs> Five languages. It's the, the least aggressive. I think that's the, the yeah, only way yeah, we can do this. You got to be real, real even. even yeah. I don't. I mean, monk. I mean, you say shit. Just look at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Point. Oh, all right. Well, hey, usually this is where I kick it to Alan and say, "Where can you find us?" But Mur, I, you might have, you might know where you could the kid, the kiddos, and the kiddos can find us. And I might not. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's see. Let's put our minds together. So, Adam, all this right. is where we get we uh, we tell people, you know, what social media outlets uh, you can find the middle class holes. Okay, you can find us on TikTok mm. at Middle Class Holes and on Twitter at MDL Class Holes. And Instagram. They're the same. And then on Facebook as the Middle Class Holes as well. Yeah. Uh, Apple and Google Podcast at Middle Class Holes. And then our email... Is of course tickle our tummies at gmail.com. Yes, that's tickle our tummies plural at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, it's just like we guess we take it for granted that Alan's so good at that. Well, he says it all the fucking time. We did pretty goddamn good mm -hmm. for zero prep, and I didn't look any of them up before we got on here. That's right, folks. If you want to, uh, you know, talk about sex dolls that wind up on Thai beaches, different type of languages that you think uh, should be narrowed down. Losing of atmosphere within, you know, a day, something like that. Or, uh, you know, if you have a legal legal problem and you want our friend, you have to live in the United States. You can't live in Perth or speak a different language. Uh, we might be able to help you. It's 50-50, depending upon if Adam, <laughs> Adam wants to even dig deep into your bullshit. So, uh, hey, yeah, thank you all for tuning into the Middle Class Holes. Uh, next week, we're in fucking studio. I'm excited. That's going to be weird. Yeah? Yeah, well, because we've never done it. We've never been in the same room together. That's right. You've never met your co-host, Alan. No. I've, no. I have not. In like, <laughs> really? what, two, two and a half ne years? Never, never in person. No. Never. No. No. It's never. happened in one week's time. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of almost want to drive down to, to see this momentous occasion. It will be Bel Air if you want to come by. It's a coffee house. And they said they'll have beer for us, so yeah. I mean, New York to Bel Air, Maryland—that makes sense. I, uh, I you know, I'm, yeah, I think it's worth driving the five hours to see this. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on down, five north. Uh, I think that's the name of the, the establishment, Bel Air. So, uh, yeah. Well, folks, hey, we'll see you then. Uh, otherwise, appreciate it. Adios. Give me a big old glass of beer Cause I get drunk Most every day Always seem to find myself late Might be on ass fuck I'm still riding like a pup I fell down But my dick's still up
again when I'm just too drunk to stay. I don't need your sympathy. Keep your judgment too. Cause you just give it a little pull And my dick's strong like bull Ready to satisfy my woman the whole night through I get drunk most every day Do you look?